The views expressed on the following program are designed to amplify those of the speaker and are not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Hello, everybody! What's coming up on today's experience? Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show which have nothing to do with life, but because they make me smile, we often have a better show. So let's learn to love the sound effects. There you go. The review of the Goofy News, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. Who really thinks that the people that are leading us, that are kind of being deceptive, who really thinks they don't have a sneaky plan in place? Life lessons for our faith that we could actually use probably won't if we tend to sit on our blessed assurance humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? And the answer is because Don still likes me, so I'm still allowed to stick around. Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls and more. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I will be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. You know, trying to make sense when there's so much noise and so many distractions. How do you find your way? We're talking about stuff like that. If you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, we would encourage you to participate. You have the opportunity to reach us in several different ways, but I want you to be aware. You might have a prayer request, something that's going on in your life, and you need more faith, and you need other people's faith to join with yours. It is an amazing truth that when we pray for others, somehow our faith goes up just a notch because we're praying for others. Isn't that amazing? And so if you have that need, we want to participate with you. Also, if you've got a uh, you know something that you've got going on, or if you want to share something, the Lord did this for me. It's fantastic. I don't know how to really share it. I just want to tell people what happened. That's okie dokie too. You don't have to be professional anything on this show because we isn't. So I'm pretty sure everybody can understand that. If you've got something to share, something going on, or if you got a question, we will do our best. So we have one of our favorite people, Sergio, calls in and asks really good questions. And sometimes the answers are good, but the questions are better than the answers. And that's what's a lot of fun. We're just trying to figure it out together. Here's our big goal. We're trying to draw closer to the Lord step by step as we see his return getting closer and closer. Just that easy. Okay. So here's the bottom line. The bottom line is if you have something you want to reach out to us with, you can call us. That's nice. Calling is nice. Nice. Call. Phone. Yeah, it's a phone. 972-445-0770. 
That's 972-445-0770. When you call 972-445-0770, you'll talk to Captain Chris. You know what that's like talking to Captain Chris? Let me tell you right now what it's like to talk to Captain Chris. Get ready. It's like having shrimp on the bobby. That's right, shrimp on the bobby. And then you will be... Didn't see that one coming, did you? You didn't see that, did you? I did not. I did hear it, though. <laughs> well, see, that is an improvement over yesterday because I can now hear you. You see that? We're modernizing this equipment. You know how we're doing that, folks? Just to let you know, we're plugging it in. That's right. That's right. We're plugging it in. Nothing stops us. Anyway, you can also text us during the show, 214-210-2483. Uh, 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 I forgot my own number. It's my phone. I've had it for forever and ever. I can't remember my own number. 214-210-8483. How about that? That's better. <laughs> then if you want to email us, david at he must increase. Dot org. That's David at HeMustIncrease.org. A couple things to tell you, and then I'll send you up to the website. Uh, number one, don't forget about giving. If you'd like to, if you don't mind giving through the website, that's a great way to do it. Plus, on the website are ways to give. That's number one. We talk about it because it's got to be something that's done. Number two, keep uh, my uh, family in prayer in the sense that it's Easton's birthday, and he's three years old today. They didn't think he'd make it to two. So every time he has a birthday, it's kind of like a testimony. However, my wonderful and fantastic, I don't call my kids beautiful like everybody else, my wonderful and fantastic child who is pregnant at eight months and some odd weeks sent a picture with Easton and her and the other kids. She is mega prego. (laughs) I'm just going to tell you, she looks like, forget a basketball, she swallowed a medicine ball from the gym. That's how big she looks. Anyway, so keep them in prayer. They're going through it in that sense, but they're doing good, and that's a good thing. Please go and check out hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemustincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemustincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemustincrease.org. Hemustincrease.org. Okay, the flute. Close. It was a broken microphone. Broken microphone. That's a uh, boy. Oh boy, that's a good one right there. Uh, I will tell you one thing. I'll just uh, make this personal observation because I do make these personal observations. Uh, I give uh, credit to my daughter that uh, she's pregnant and that she's you know pregnant. You get to eat what you want. Nobody can really say you're fat or anything like that. They can't say anything like that. And uh, and I just want to say that I've been using that with my leg surgery for nine months. <laughs> well, what do you do? Huh? What am I doing? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> Um, due for a diet like this week. (laughs) Anyway, so we're just uh, having fun letting you know what's going on. Let's pray for the United States and Ukraine. I'm a little worried about our country because I just, in my heart, in my heart, I'm not picking sides. I just think everybody's lying, and I hate that. (laughs) So let's just pray for our country. Just offer your faith with mine. We're just asking for God to help. Let's pray. Father, we come before you right now. We thank you and praise you for the United States of America. It's a great country. We love it. But, Lord, there's so much weird stuff going on in our country, sneaky stuff, uncomfortable stuff, a lot of lying, a lot of deception. Please, Lord, can there just please be a true spirit of humility and honesty in all of our leadership? Please. Just pour out your spirit so that the truth 
would be confessed on all levels, not on a particular uh, group, in every level. Let the servants be servants indeed. And we pray for the peace of Ukraine, that the gospel, just heard a story, Lord, you know, that somebody uh, sharing the gospel, people getting saved, there's a small little revival taking place in that country. We pray that you would just bless that and pour your grace and your reign upon that so it would spread. We thank you for that. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. So, okay, there we got that going. We'll probably go a little late today. Uh, we do have our equipment working. <laughs> That's that's a good sign, right? We are in. Uh, oh, we got read and ramble. Oh, I forgot. Oh, you got read and ramble ready? You ready? All right, fire away with read and ramble. Well, I'm ramming, 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 ramming. That's right. Nothing but high class sound effects on this show. In First John chapter three, this would be. Let me make sure I got the right for verse seventeen. It says this. If anyone with earthly possessions sees his brother in need but withholds his compassion from him, how can the love of God abide in him? I just want to point out this, this text is not saying that faith counts for nothing in, the, in that context. What it is saying is simply this. If you see somebody and you have the capacity to help them, I mean, help them, not not ease your uh, fakely impressed conscience by somebody trying to manipulate you on television or on radio, if the or anywhere else like the internet. If the Lord has it in your heart and you know you can help these people, and the Lord is with you in that, you don't want to be the kind of person that watch the expression withholds their compassion. Isn't that interesting how that, how that phrase is used, how that uh, term is communicated to us? It's the withholding means that we already can do it. It's not beyond us to do. It's not saying anything about you know, It's really funny because most people say, oh, that's money. But it's not, it doesn't say money. See, that's what people immediately every time in, in our country, because we're a little money-oriented, we always think money, money, money. Not always. It's time, treasure, and talent. Time is your effort, your time. Talent is the abilities that you can do. Treasures would be money. It's any of those and probably 10 other ones I'm not thinking of. But the question is, do we withhold our compassion? That's a little different. You see, you got to be aware of that. See, the world, and here's the big thing, and I probably shouldn't go down this road, but I will because I'm going to. The world explains love uh, as accepting everybody Uh, including their sinfulness and having no problem with it and saying, yay, okay? God does not explain love that way. That's the way the world explains love, okay? I just want to make sure you understand. God explains that the world is evil and full of darkness and God is right and the world is wrong. There's not, we're not having an argument about that. And love is defined by a doing and not a feeling. So uh, how many people have done horrific things because it feels right? That's not, that's not an answer. That's ridiculous. That's immaturity. That's like being a four-year-old. There's too many people. It's not that emotions are void for the Christian. They're just not at the lead at the lead of the train of life, your feelings, your emotions. And what happens is people say, well, if it feels right, it's, it's, it must be good. You know, plenty of mass murderers thought it felt right when they did it. It's like, does that make it right? No. 
And so God separates what real love is. You want to know what love is? Love is 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 a giving. It's an action. It's a verb. It's not a, an emotion. It's not a feeling, okay? And it's like, and look, I, I know the song Hooked on a Feeling. I think it's great too, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about biblical love, which has to do with sacrifice for the benefit of others without seeking some kind of repercussion, re, uh, re, uh uh, recompense for it. That'd be the word I would use, recompense, uh, reciprocation, or anything along those lines. The idea is that we are giving, and we're not withholding our compassion. We're sharing our compassion. But we're doing it because the Lord is with us in it, and that's how he wants us to understand love. How did God define his love for us? For God so loved the world that he gave. So, so like, okay. Did he give dollars? No. See, this is the problem. It's in our No, you can only do it by money. Eh, wrong answer. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. That whole, the only begotten son, that one and only son, that shows you that the giving was sacrificial. See, that's old. That's old. I got the old. Cool. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever should believe in him. Does God know who's going to believe in him? Yes. Do we? No. Whosoever should believe in him should not perish, oh good, but have everlasting life. That's what God communicates to us as is love. Love is an action. Love is a giving. And we don't withhold our compassion unless we're looking for God to withhold something from us, which is just the height of being stupid. (laughs) So don't do that. That's my sound biblical theological advice. Don't be stupid. Okay, there you go. I think Jesus would have said that in today's day. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, okay, we'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. Don't go anywhere. All of mankind, destroying everyone and Have you ever wanted to get involved with a ministry that promotes Jesus Christ as Lord, but just don't know how? Serving in ministry is a matter of devotion, time, and talent. Are you looking for a place to try and test the waters? Do you want to get involved? Come join the Ambassadors Initiative. Be an ambassador for the David Spoon Experience. It doesn't pay great. Actually, it doesn't pay anything. But the eternal benefits are out of this world. Be a representative. Why not? It couldn't hurt. Well, we hope not anyway. You don't need to be a professionally qualified minister. You need to have a pulse. By that, we mean you need to have a heart. Just go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Click on the three lines at the top right of the website and then click on the Ambassador's Initiative link. Fill out the form and we will reach out to you. Sorry. No parking tickets will be paid for you as an ambassador through this position. What is the David Spoon experience? Woman walks into window and sues for injuries. <laughs> Play that again. <laughs> Apparently now, being moronic entitles you to sue. Uh, Here's the problem. The person walked into a window and sued the restaurant owner because there was a window there. I want to say two things. One, my dog has more common sense than that. 
because my dog stops at the window and waits. And number two, I guess with the $100,000 the woman is trying to get, she can buy a sensor that goes off and she can wrap it around her forehead so that whenever she's going to come close to an object, it will beep for her. What do you think? That's a good one. The David Spoon Experience. Who is David Spoon? I have no idea. People have asked me about the David Spoon Experience. They wanted to know what I thought of him. Like any person searching for answers, I have wondered about him. He was born and raised Jewish and after intense drug use, became a Christian. He's married to his best friend, Noel, has three children, six grandchildren, plus two dogs named Levi and Bert. He has three separate ordinations from three different denominations and is a summa cum laude for his BA degree in ministry and leadership, as well as a master's degree of theological studies and is involved in a PhD program. He has a weird sense of humor and talks a lot. If people are seeking wisdom and insight from the great teachers around the world, would they go to David? No, I don't think so. And those big ears really don't help him. But would they enjoy his perspective on life, culture, politics, food, sports, local and national news? I don't know. I guess people will have to listen to find out. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas, where we're getting ready for our first trivia question. I want you guys to think. I want you guys to think. I want you to think about this. According, This is a tough one, but you can get this. Okay? According to the book of Acts... Where were the disciples first called Christians? As I bang my head into the mic like this. Oh, oh there we go. Uh, according to the book of Acts, where were the disciples first called Christians? They had the designation of Christian. Now, again, I've and I've mentioned this before. I'm not going to say. I'm not going to give the answer. But uh, in time, so initially, people say, "Well, that's a it was a negative term," and blah 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 blah. Well, that's fantastic. But within uh, uh, you know ten years of that, the bottom line is that that uh, connotation was positive because. Peter uses it in his letter in the epistle in First Peter saying the, he calls them, you know, wonderful Christians. And so it's like whatever it started with, it didn't stay that way. So I'm just making sure everybody knows when the pastor goes up there and says, we shouldn't be called that. We should be called Christ followers. It's like, you know, if you read 10 more years past that, pastor, you'll find out. Okay. And I'm not saying that to be a jerk. I'm just saying that because people get on these little runs. It's like, calm down. If you want to be called Christ follower, that's fine. I mean, I support you. Just don't bag on everybody who's being called a Christian. Okay, there you go. Uh, okay, if you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. Uh, that would be the number to call, 214-210-8483. That would be the number to text, and then david at he must increase. Dot org. That is the email. The trivia question is, according to the book of Acts, where were the disciples first called Christians. At this point, we will do our DNA because I can do the DNA with Captain Chris this time. <laughs> and uh, the D of our DNA stands for draw closer to the Lord. Daily. Daily. Notice how I said the other day, daily Chris. 
just daily, saying. Dr. David. <laughs> Draw closer to the Lord daily. That's, you know what? Of all the stuff that you got going on, because somebody's calling in, if all the stuff you got going on in life, and there's all this news, and there's all this noise, and there is a ton of noise. Just this, hear what I'm saying. If you draw closer to the Lord, you will be connecting to him who has every ounce and every gram and every, I don't know, scintilla or whatever it is, of knowledge of what is coming. And then if you stay connected to him, it's like, that's, that's God who knows everything. Stay close to the Lord. D, draw closer to the Lord daily. And never be ashamed of Jesus' words. Uh, that's not only in Luke chapter 9. It's also in Mark chapter 8. It says the same thing. Don't be ashamed of me or my words. Or I'll be ashamed of you in front of the Father. Not a good thing. And then A, always be ready. To serve. To serve, which means we are aware of other people and how they're doing and what they need and what's going on, which means we're not just focused on ourselves. which means that we're trying to be sensitive to the Lord as he leads and guides us, which means that we care about other people and we're not selfish, we're selfless. Ah, there's a big part of it. All right, somebody's ready to answer their trivia question? Send them on through. Knock, knock, this is David. Who am I talking to? Eric, how are you? Da, 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 da. <laughs> I feel really good about this unless, unless I'm I feel like you're going to get this. I'm just feeling strong about this. Here we go. You ready? Here we go. According to the book of Acts, where were the disciples first called Christians? I think it's Antioch. That is correct, sir! Antioch is the answer. That is where they were first called Christians. And again, some people thought it was a negative connotation, like it doesn't really matter because later on in the general epistles, it's a positive affirmation. So excellent job. Now, 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 here you're on the spot. You're on the air. Did you have to look it up or did you kind of know or did you know and then verify? hilarious <laughs> well you got it brother you nailed it head on so how you doing by the way how are things for you Amen. That's the key, right? I mean, that's true Christian living is bearing one another's burdens, rejoicing when one person rejoices, weeping when another person weeps, and doing it together under the same Heavenly Father as blood relatives in Christ and drinking from the same Holy Spirit. Exactly what it's supposed to be. 
Amen. And it is growing. It is growing. Just to let you know, it is. We're 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 excited. It's growing, uh, listenership and uh, donor and everything else. So we're excited about that. Yeah, you're 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 a blessing, brother. You know how much I appreciate you. All right, take care. Bye bye. All right, excellent call by Eric. Fantastic call. He's been with us. He was one of the original reasons that we went to to texting. Did you know that he's one of the causes? He's one of the causalities. Is that what you say? Causality? Is that the thing from Matrix? Cause, uh, cause and effect, causality. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> the first one was good. That's all I remember. All right, uh, let me finish up on this. And then we'll get to that. But I greatly appreciate what he had to say. We'll go about a minute and a half extra if that's okay on this. Uh, so we're in that First John chapter 3, verse 17. If anyone uh, with earthly possessions see his brother is in need but withholds his compassion from him, how can the love of God abide in him? It's a fair question. Verse 18. Little children, let us not love in word and speech but in action and truth. You know, you want to love somebody, you can't just go around saying, I love you, I love you. I just, And I'm going to say this, and I, I, I know I'm harping on it, but you're just going to have to get over it because it's going to get a little worse. I mean, all you hear from all of these leaders in our country is, oh, we care about you all so much. We love you all so much. Uh, by the way, we're taking half your bank account. <laughs> Wait, what? It's like there's just this huge disconnect between words and actions. It's like this isn't something we see it because it's happening to us. The scripture 2,000 years ago is like going, don't be like that. <laughs> don't do that. If you're going to love, don't love in word and speech. Oh, I love you. Be a person of action and truth. And then this in verse 19 says, by this, we will know that we belong to the truth and we will assure our hearts in his presence. If we actually do, wait, watch this, watch this. If we actually do this stuff, then there's something that builds inside of us that God allows. It's not a pride, it's a confidence. You know, I used to, I, I taught a long time ago. There's a really, actually, a quite a really good uh, teaching, really good process. But you know that when you are obedient to the Lord, there is a greater level of confidence. You're not more confident that your righteousness is good enough to save you. That's not what we're talking about. Stop that. It's inside of you, you know, well, I'm not, I'm not perfect, but I'm doing a, a better job of trying to follow the Lord, and he knows that. And I know that he knows that, and that gives me a sense of strength because we're doing this in a partnership. That's what it is. And that's so different than uh, you don't want to, I do all these things holy and righteous and perfectly. No, you don't. <laughs> I know people say it all the time. It's like, no, you don't. No, you don't. No, it doesn't happen. But what you can say is I have an assurance in my heart because I'm doing what the Lord wants me to do. I'm, I'm, I'm not just loving people uh, uh, strictly uh, from a look-at-me scenario, which is what a lot of people do, you know, like invisibly and stuff. Uh, but you, you're loving people because God wants you to. And now when you do that and you do it from the right heart and the right spirit and the right reason, and you know you're doing it that way, you have a confidence. You have an assurance in your heart that he's with you, that you're doing it with him, and you're walking. That's not pride. That's not arrogance. That's confidence that comes from obedience. That's a good thing. Would to God we should all 
feel that sense of confidence because then we would all be being obedient. Ooh, good one right there. Write that down, a spoonism. All right, uh, folks, you're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Going to take a short break, top of the hour. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. The David Spoon Experience. I want you to catch something because uh, for some reason the church feels the need to over-answer cultural changes that take place. Look at Jesus. He didn't care about anyone's opinion. That's what it says right there. And you do not care about anyone's opinion. Jesus didn't go, yes, I do. No, he didn't. He didn't. He never – because he didn't. That's exactly right. He is true. So they said, we know that you are true and teach the way of God. That's aletheis, which means speaking the truth completely, nothing hidden, being real. He teaches the way of God correctly. That's aletheis, which is the case is according to the fact, and doesn't care about anyone's opinion. The Greek word here literally means does not look at people's faces. In other words, when you're doing radio, I can't see faces except for Captain Chris, okay? I can't see if your face is giving approval or denial because the only way that happens is by text or phone or whatever the case may be. When an actor acts, they can look on stage and see with the audience if there's approval. Jesus didn't seek people's facial approvals. He didn't care. And you think, well, no, he cared plenty. No, he cared about the mission to save the lost. He didn't care about those who were going to reject in the capacity that he sought their approval. He never sought their approval. He didn't leave live, let me say that he didn't live for people's positive responses to him. He walked at the pleasure of the Father. Whatever the Father wanted him to do or say, that's what he did, which is when you'll hear me say we do it for the author and not the audience. Because I think some of you people are literally some of the nicest people I have ever met in my human journey, but you still don't have a heaven to put me in. And that's what it comes down to. And I know that, says, that sounds so you know harsh or whatever. It's like, are you serious? Okay. If the Lord tarries and I die, you are not going to help me. <laughs> I just don't really know the way to say it. You know what I'm saying? And so I want you guys to catch that, to catch this is why Jesus was so different. It's because he spoke the truth. He said it according to, to, to what the truth was, and he didn't seek people's approval in sharing. He just was like, look, I'm telling you exactly what the Father told me to say. This is exactly how the Spirit's leading me, exactly what the Father wants to be said. And then you look at that and you go, ooh, how about us? 